Welcome to Shit Talk Fridays, a podcast where we talk about all things lifestyle and relationships with a splash of controversy. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I'm Gina. And I'm Evo. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday. I want to jump right into it because we're a little pressed for time today, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet. And uh, let's cheers. Cheers. And I'm not even going to front to you. Uh, lately, Evo and I have been drinking, um, what's these things called? Um, no, you got me. The little hard seltzers, the... Um, <sighs> The white claws. White claws, yeah. Dang, you got me stumped on that. Mm-hmm. That was actually happened to me all day today. People were asking me things and I couldn't um, remember the names of anything. It'd be like that. My brain is in a fog today. As soon as you get put on the spot. You're <laughs> actually just, better than that. I was going to say, I'm actually pretty good at that. So yeah. the fact that I couldn't remember is whatever. So today we're actually talking about a topic that directly... How can I put this? Evo can speak to this. Because yes. he is this, and yeah. we are talking about being a step parent. And the reason why I thought it was would be fun to talk about this topic is because we talked about being a single parent, and I could speak to that directly because once upon a time, I was a single parent, but I've never been a step parent. So I actually don't know at the core of what that actually feels like. So I thought, it would be great to hear some of your thoughts and like some of your some of the things that you did in order to make yourself be a successful step parent because I will say that you are an amazing step parent. Thank you. So that being said, I think that it would be great if you could give some people some advice on you know, kinda like how you made your way through this journey. But before we get into that, I actually just want to give some statistics of step parents in the united states because i said to myself there's got to be a lot of people out there in the world that are step parents so i was just kind of diving into the actual percentages the 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 fact that they are they're not as widely praised as they should be is a true testament as to why you're even questioning that there got to be more out there because they're not spoken about enough. Yeah. You know, and this was just one of those things like they're unspoken heroes to me. So when you add up the 11.6 million stepchildren in the United States, 16% of all kids, the total is estimated at 113,000,000.6 Americans that have a step relationship. 13% 13% of adults are step parents, 29 to 30 million, 15% are stepdads, 16.5 million and 12% women are step moms, which makes 14 million. And I don't know if you know after I read this, but I was so surprised that there are more stepfathers than there are stepmothers. Really? Um, okay, so may- maybe you misunderstood how I read this. 15% out of the 13% of, uh, okay, 13% of adults are step parents. That makes 29 to 30 million. Out of that 13%, 15% of that are step dads, making 16.5 million out mm-hmm. of the 30 million. Mm-hmm. The other 14 million are women, which only makes up 12%. So there are more stepfathers than there are stepmothers. And the reason why I found that statistic so crazy is because when we talked about dating a single parent and we put out some of our content talking about that, a lot of men were like, nah, I ain't trying to do that. I ain't trying to raise no other people's kids. But based on the numbers, there are more stepfathers out there than there are stepmoms. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I could see how that could be so. But that still leaves room for a large portion of the population, which is larger than the actual portion of the stepdads, to still feel that there will never be a stepdad. Which I completely agree right. with. So I could see why that argument would still be so strong on our social media where you have so many people saying that um, because there's still a large portion of the population of men that aren't stepdads who won't be stepdads. Right? I just wish that the men that were stepfathers, and there were some, but I wish more would have spoke up about their experience yeah, as, nice. as a step parent because I think that that dynamic a lot of the times is frowned upon and you being a stepfather... It made me sad to see all of the men out there that were like, nah, that shit is bullshit. You know, I'm not trying to raise no other person's children. Um, there's a lot of drama behind it. 
So I think one of the first questions that I want to ask you right off the bat is what made you think that you could step into that role and be successful at it of being a step parent? Um, I didn't I didn't go into it with the mindset of I'm going to step into this and I'm going to be successful at it. Um, I went into the mindset. I went into it with the mindset of just being who I am, which is an empathetic person. Mm. Um, I think empathy for me was a huge part of becoming a stepfather because of wanting to help, wanting to understand someone's situation and see how I could be of a, a value, whether it be through my experience or advice or actually physically being there mm-hmm. and presenting myself as some t- some type of support for shit talk fridays is brought to you by manscaped who is the best in below the waist grooming and hygiene manscaped offers precision engineered tools for your family jewels i can't count the number of times i nicked myself using shitty ass trimmers that literally left me anxious about grooming manscaped has skin safe technology that has restored my faith when i groom below the waist and did i mention the new 4.0 lawnmower has a 4k led light so you ain't missing shit so head over to manscaped.com to get 20% off and free shipping with the code STFridays20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code STFridays20. Unlock the confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Now back to the show. Support. Um, I've, I find reward in that. And I think that's important. I think you have to be somewhat selfless. In order to be able to put yourself in a position where you're most of the times not immediately welcome mm. with the true desire to just want to help regardless. You know, it's um, I'm a very unconditional type of person when it comes to the way I care about people. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, of course, you know, I mean, every, I, I've, I do have my conditions, but I mean, yeah, you, I, I would say for certain that you along with your conditions you definitely have boundaries yes. you're not going to get walked all I'm over definitely not going to get walked all over but i'm i do um unconditionally care about the people that are close to me and i i i, I will present myself as of 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 i will present myself in a way of how i can be of help almost immediately mm. you know um a lot of people won't do that you know they'll see somebody that needs some type of help and they'll be like all right, well, you know, they have there has to be a reason why I'm going to do this, you know, or like, you know, they what have they, what have they done for me lately type of situation. I will I will if I know somebody and you know, we've never really engaged in like, oh, you've done this for me and I've done this for you and I see that you need help mm-hmm. and I know who you are and I mean, we're generally like either friends or we're close, I'm going to help you. Yeah, I can I can attest to yeah. that. I've seen you do it many yeah, times. I'm I'm, I'm going to put I'm going to put that best foot forward immediately right away just because I feel like that if we're going to have a relationship, we should we should you should know that i'm going to be there for you if you need me um hopefully i can rely on you in the, in the future mm-hmm. but i'd like to establish those type of relationship with the people around me that i want to be close to know that you know we should we, we're here to help each other so for the people that are stepping into that situation and they don't have these characteristics that you possess which is empathy being selfless would you recommend that they maybe take a look inside to see if they can actually have those type of emotions towards the towards being a step parent um yeah i i i definitely think it's important to to have that i mean you are you know i and i in some of the stuff that i have here Mm -hmm. um i kind of want to discuss some of the pros and cons of of being a step parent Mm -hmm. um and i think that some some of the pros that I have, one of them is the opportunity to be a key role in a person's life, whether it be your partner or the child's life that's in, you know, that's in the picture. Um, the op- how so? Um, like, how are you being a key role? By one, being supportive towards your partner in helping in any which way you can mm-hmm. and being a role model to the child if the opportunity presents itself. That's is something that has value beyond measure for me because many things happen there you know there's a self-gratification for being able to be 
um, be a role model mm-hmm. to, to someone that may need guidance. There's an opportunity there to build a solid relationship by showing somebody that they can lean on you in a time of need and seeing you for the for the good person that you are. You know, there's 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 unmeasurable value to me in that. Mm-hmm. So I think that going into the relationship, it's important to to know that about yourself. You know what I mean? So if you're the type of person that doesn't have empathy or doesn't have those characteristics, it might be a little tough. You know, I, I, I question why. What are your intents in going into this relationship? You know, there's guys out there that they'll you know, they're going they're in it for the sex. You know what I mean? Like they are, they see a, a woman who has a child and all they're thinking about is sleeping with the woman, you know, and not really c- concerned about um, what type of role are they going to play in this child's life? Mm-hmm. You know, figure that, all right, I'm just, as long as I, I'm with her, I'll figure that out later. And they end up being a shitty step parent. You know, I just happen to think, think things, think things differently. You know, when we got together, I saw you as a whole with your children, Mm -hmm. you know, and as much as I wanted to add value in your life, uh, I was immediately thinking about ways on how I can add value to their lives and how they can make me a better person. Because I know that what I was doing, not every man is willing to step up to that, you know? I, I'll be honest, I'm getting a little emotional listening to you, but I think that a latter part of what you just said is so key that by you giving value to those children, they in turn helped you be a better person. Absolutely. Which I don't think a lot of young men or women that are stepping into this, the position of being a step parent can see that right away, can see like the big picture of if I can be a great role model for these children, then in turn I'm actually getting rewarded in a way that is... I would consider non-tangible. Right. You know, it's not rewarding like the sense of money. It is the growth that they may give you as a human being. Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it develops a character within yourself that one doesn't originally exist, and two, mm. um, other people see as as valuable. I I've been told by many guys that they give me a lot of props mm-hmm. for for doing you know what i do yeah cuz they just don't see themselves being able to do it i do think that one of again another one of the key things that you said is the ability to be selfless to put yourself into that position and say i'm not just doing this for me i'm also doing it for her or vice versa you know man and woman i can't say from experience when dating or just men that I come across in everyday passing or women can be very Mm self-centered, which is the complete opposite of being selfless. You know, if you're constantly just focusing on you and what can someone else do for you, it's going to be very hard for an individual to say, I'm going to accept this child into my life. And this could be a beautiful thing. They're actually just kind of looking at it like, that's potentially a nightmare for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, if it's un- it's unfortunate that certain people or um would enter a situation that way looking into see how it can benefit them. Mm-hmm. You know, what's in it for me? You know, how can I how can I level up in this situation? Yeah. And that's just not the right way to go about it. You're looking at your your one person entering a dynamic of multiple personalities. Mm-hmm. Um and it's important to figure out how you fit in to all of those personalities so that mm-hmm. you become a unit of some sort. Yeah. You know, becoming one, becoming important to every single one of those personalities is key to the development of the long term, you know, the long term picture of the relationship. One of the statements that I think about immediately when you were saying this is it takes a village. Yes. And I think as human beings, we have actually come very separated from that idea. And the older I got, the more I realized that that statement holds so true when you're raising children. If you have a good circle 
of either family, friends, extended family around you, the raising of a child. Sometimes it could be it could be a little tough because you know everybody everybody got opinions, but the support that you can receive. I sometimes find myself saddened when I hear other people talking about the support from that that they receive from their parents or from their um, you know, maybe aunts and uncles or whatever it is when it comes to raising of their children. And I don't have that support. So when you stepped into my life and we became that unit, you became that support that I was always looking for. Even though I was, I was doing the best that I could, you know, and, um, but that doesn't mean that I didn't want a other half. And now full circle, I think I'm almost somewhat jealous of the relationship that you have with the two oldest boys because you have helped raise these young men to understand what it is to be a like good man. And I sometimes and take I'm taken back by that because I'm like shit. <laughs> They're biologically mine, but he's getting all he's getting all the accolades right yeah, now. Well, I mean, listen, it wasn't it wasn't all peaches and cream. <laughs> no, and definitely. Uh, hello, I was I I was there with you. Yeah, I was, I, I was the passenger. I was in the passenger but seat. But I, I think that's part of the journey, you know, um, going, you know, making it through the the peaks and the valleys. Yeah, and then looking back and seeing the high moments for the high moments in comparison to the low moments, and knowing that, you know, through everything. There's been some good times, you know. I think in all, when I say it takes a village, you have taken the role of raising good human beings. So when I hear other men or other women say, I'm not raising that other person's seed, I kind of hear it like you're not willing to support another human being. You're not willing to take on the role of like raising a good person and putting that person out into the world, regardless of the fact that they are from yeah. biologically someone else. And you saw that as, wow, this is an opportunity for me to make good humans. And um, I think that's big of you. And I wish that I wish that more people thought like you. Even though I do know that we have some people in our circle that think very much like you, mm -hmm. and these are these are the this is the reason why we keep these people around us. But um, I also don't want to fault the people that don't want to step into those situations. But yeah. I I don't appreciate the frowning upon or the or the talking down or the negativity towards it because what you choose to do is what you choose to do. Yeah. But Th there are listen there's there's a lot of difficulties that come with being a step parent. Yeah. Um, you know, especially in the in the regards of being a, a stepdad, mm -hmm. um, you know, you have to deal with not possibly not being accepted by the stepchildren. Mm -hmm. You have to find you have to find where you fit in. You know, you you also you also have the the possibility of not getting along with the other biological parent. Mm -hmm. Which both happen yeah, in which, our situation. Yeah, which happens. So there's a lot of negativity, a lot of lot of pushback and that happens um, when trying to enter this type of dynamic that most people aren't willing to, to take that challenge. You mm -hmm. know, there's a, there's a, there is a degree of difficulty. Uh, but again, I feel like if, you know, you go into it with empathy, there's a humble, there's a humbleness that comes with that where when I present myself to the situation, it's immediately, listen, what can I do to help? You know, mm -hmm. so my my whole approach on the dynamic in the beginning was, you know, he can be who he needs to be. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be Evo. Like I want mm -hmm. I that's see to all of you guys out there, when I entered this relationship, I entered it wanting to be me. I, I did not my original intention was not to be like I'm taking over. It yeah. was it was I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the stepdad, but the dad is gonna be the dad, the mom is gonna be the mom, and I'm gonna see how I can support this whole thing so that we can we can be harmonious, mm -hmm. right? And to me, that was the ideal relationship. You know, he was there to raise his kids. You know, I was there to be supportive to you and get along with him and, you know, maybe support, be supportive to him in some way whatsoever, you know, and I could just be Evo, you know, and like, I didn't even have to, like, I, 
had no intentions of wanting to be like the disciplinary in the situation. Like I just wanted to have fun with the kids, you know, and like be like the cool, fun stepdad. Which you were. Which I was at the beginning, you know. And which was <laughs> another aspect where I found myself just a little bit jealous because yeah, yeah. so, I got told frequently that they preferred you. And being yeah. and doing things with you over me because I was the yeah, disciplinary. Yeah, I, I was fun. Now <laughs> there is, the, but the, the thing is, is that there's also that's fine and dandy, right? That sounds great, mm -hmm. okay? But that's in a perfect world, you know. It's hard for for someone to enter the relationship with that mindset where I'm going to be supportive towards the biological father and the biological mother, and I'm going to be the stepdad blending with, blending without them potentially being concerned about there being some type of actual relationship still going on between the two biological parents mm -hmm. you know that is a concern as well i didn't go into it thinking that you know i could control that i mean i can't control that you know if i'm gonna if i'm gonna be supportive and i'm gonna be this best person that i could be to the ideal relationship and the you know the my partner doesn't see the value in that um then that's not the dynamic for me but the only way that I'm going to make it work and it's going to be actually possible is if I present my best foot forward mm -hmm. and I give it the best chance for it to happen. That's what I originally wanted. It didn't work out that way. Obviously not. And what evil means by that is, is that the other biological parent yeah. wasn't willing to be in that blended family aspect. Right. And not because they verbally opposed it. They, they were just not present. Yeah. They just, you know, they had, I mean... I'm not going to speak on, you know, why they made the decisions that, you know, yeah, why, why he made the decisions that he made. All, the, you know, the result of it was is that, you know, he wasn't there to fill the spot that was presented for him. The mm -hmm. opportunity that was presented, he didn't show up to fill it. And that's the end of that story. So I eventually stepped into that role, mm -hmm. which was, you know, stepdad, you step in. That's mm -hmm. what I see. I see. I see. <laughs> like When I see think of stepdad, I just think of a man stepping into the role of another dad. And so. You know, we had a conversation about that I needed to step up and, you know, be a little bit more disciplinary when, you know, when you needed me there to be because you couldn't always be there to be, you know, the mother and the father. And so, you know, our dynamic changed and, you know, I became that. Um, but I, I want to say that one of the key things that I would like from the person that was the biological parent that is now allowing a step parent to take on that role we set down some ground rules, mm -hmm. which I thought were very important about how we were going to function yeah. as a now, you know, mom and stepdad, so that we kind of knew what the parameters were and like how far you could go and how far I was yeah, comfortable that's, with. Everything, everything, everything that you do in a relationship should have, a, 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 you know, a stern conversation about what the boundaries are, you know. But that's another thing that is difficult about being a step parent right when it comes to the discipline you have you know one person who is a biological parent to these children and one person who's not so ish some certain issues that a, that, a, that a step parent may face and being in a relationship is that the biological parent may always feel that they have the final say when it comes to the discipline because of the fact that they are the biological parent and that is it, that's a tough spot for a step parent. It is. Um, I think it's also a very tough spot for the biological parent. It is a very parent. tough spot for the biological parent because they're allowing someone who is not the biological parent of their child to discipline them. And that's a tough thing to see, you know, uh, up for a parent. And now I can speak on this mm -hmm. for a parent to see any type of threat to their children sets off an emotion that is unexplainable. I know that, it, you know, that that's for me. So to to step to sit back and to allow something that doesn't initially feel natural to happen when it comes to re to disciplining your children is not an easy pill to swallow but it's also hard for the step parent to be able to gain that position to be an equal partner mm -hmm. in that relationship as far as the step parent disciplining the children like the biological parent would discipline the children Correct. so you know that's not something maybe, you know, those are those are hurdles right there. Another thing that people aren't willing to, you know, try to tackle. And so this is something that can neg negatively affect the way anybody feels about being a step parent or being in that type of dynamic. I'm not dealing with that shit, you know, like. Yeah, that a lot of that languages and a lot of that those talking points are going to come up when. Yeah. 
a step parent is being faced with those obstacles in that sort of dynamic because it's kind of like you either got to either you sink or swim type shit, you know? Either you got to figure it out or it's you just going to sink. But when I hear you speak about that, um immediately I say to myself if the, if the step parent is is looking to discipline the child or children for the good of the family and for the good of that child overall but not for the good of the step parent's ego so i'm going to elaborate so if the step parent is having an issue with the child because the child is maybe behaving or acting in a way that is not fitting to the way that the step parent feels that the child should be acting uh based on the way that the step parent was raised because you and I kind of went through this. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to give a scenario. So, Emo and I were raised in the 80s where a lot of um a lot of us got discipline physically. We were raised by violence. Yeah. <laughs> we were, you know, spanking, hitting, yeah. all that type of stuff was part of how we were brought up. Uh, even listen, the, the the movies that we watched were violent. The yeah. music that we listened to was violent. Everything was violence. I mean, you know, like there's our, still violence yeah, now, but, but like our superheroes were violent. Yeah. You know, like so. My point is, is that there were times where, and I've seen this with other step parent, biological parent dynamics, where the step parent is like, "I'm gonna smack the shit out of this kid," and it's like, that actually can't happen. But because the step parent is saying to themselves, well, I was raised that way mm-hmm. and it worked for me. So I think that this should be inflicted on this child instead of them saying to themselves, OK, that's not going to work for them, even though it worked for me. So it's very hard to sometimes let go of that ego. But that 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 exists even with relationships where the two parents are the biological parents. Oh, you know, that, that's, that, that, I don't feel like that's that's um, that's specific to. Uh, a, a, a relationship where you have a step parent in the picture you know you have people when people become parents it's almost automatic that when it comes to parenting that they reflect back to their experience with mm-hmm. their own parents so you know but having that dynamic again between two people where one person is a step parent it is again it is a little difficult to navigate it's and and the reason why i say that i think it's even a little bit more difficult is because when the biological parent is not 100% sure where that is coming from mm-hmm. and is it an ego thing where you're like oh this kid is going to listen to me or is it i'm doing this for the good uh, for the for the child to understand that their actions are not are not acceptable because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying about removing the ego. And sometimes that could be really hard when you're stepping into that kind of role. In yeah. addition, and I could be wrong, but sometimes when you have two biological parents, one of the biological parents, when the other parent goes to discipline the kid based on their past experiences, they're somewhat more willing to let that happen because it's the biological parent. Yeah, for sure. When it's a step parent, like you said before, there's that mm, when you watch the other parent discipline, you get a little bit of that sting because you're well, not sure. So here's the funny thing, right? I mean, and no, and absolutely, it's not funny. I said that with total. It didn't had. It was just a reaction. Okay, this is no f- way funny uh, whatsoever. But when you have a step parent that enters a relationship where there's children, there is somewhat of a lack. There is somewhat a lack of compassion that is missing when it comes to discipline. You know, when you have your own child mm-hmm. and your child does something wrong, you it's you you know, you're almost very willing to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to get mad at your own child. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of parents will let things go, you know, not, not you know, and only address the real serious stuff mm-hmm. as to where um a step parent might not yeah, because they potentially are feeling like they're getting violated. Well, yeah, they're also looking for a way to step into. They're also looking for a way to become an authoritative figure. 
So they're responding to a lot more of the situations that happen mm-hmm. more so than the biological parent would, you know. So that is something that that's interesting. Should, that is something that should definitely be um, on watch in a relationship. And you know, there we you know we had to we we had to to find that balance mm-hmm. um, because you know there was a lot of times where you know I would respond to things that I felt like needed to be addressed and you were mm-hmm. like listen it's you some things you just gotta let slide you know what I mean and, yeah. and and so but I also feel like you you would do that with me yes because you one thing I can tell you that in a dynamic when you have a step parent and maybe this dynamic may not work for all but when in our case you are step parent and there's two boys so when you speak on the way that these yeah. two young men are behaving, you're giving me insight sometimes into things that I would not understand right, as from, a woman. From a male's perspective, yeah. So sure. if you are stepping in and you are reacting, there's been many times where you have said to me, I'm saying and doing this because this is how young men act and this needs to be like nipped in the butt. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then in, 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 yep. in, in a flip, in a flip, if it's like a stepmom and there's young girls and the young girl's going through something, she could probably step in in a way that the father wouldn't understand. Yeah. So I think what you're referring to is um, certain situations that I can recognize when the boys are acting in a way that has to do with them trying to test um, the boundaries that they can push as as a, as a young boy does growing mm-hmm. up. You know, um, especially when a boy starts to go through puberty. And when they're and testing they're, those boundaries with women, yeah, their testosterone starts to flare up, and they start to feel that aggression and the um, the competitive the, the competitive edge to want to win scenario. Mm-hmm. So just just men are just hardwired to be competitive and win, right? Mm-hmm. To win in anything that they can. So when it comes to arguments at home and things that um, that could potentially put them in a light where they're wrong or they're right, they're going to try whatever it is that they can do to come out being right. And some of that, some of those actions uh, may come with aggression. Mm-hmm. And when boys reach a certain age, you know, they tend to steamroll over their mothers at some point, especially if there's not a father figure mm-hmm. in the house. Mm-hmm. And so those are the moments where I can see those clear as day, yeah. you know, and I, you know, and I step in and check them the way that they need to be checked because they're out of yeah. line. And that's, at, a, you know, it's important to have a. And there have, were times I really had to like. Yeah. I, it was. It was not the easiest thing for me to watch those interactions happen sometimes because your approach sometimes was very, your approach was very different from my mm-hmm. approach. So, but then, in, and then I would watch it play out and I was like, fuck, he was right. Um, so I let those things happen more mm-hmm. often, but I will say uh, with the oldest We've come so far with him. Yeah, we've, we've definitely come full circle. Yeah, we've come full circle with him. And now it's so great to reflect on a lot of those lessons that were implemented. Um, and it goes back to what you were saying in the beginning. You know, you like invested in this human being. And like now you're seeing this investment come to, you know, evil's getting his ROI, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And, and, and it's recently, kind yeah. of, and it's, <laughs> and it's, uh, it's actually really interesting to see. We're waiting for the second one to get on the train. You, you know, and listen, it's it's he's, all it's all part of the, it's bit. all part of the progress. Yeah, but um, so. so you were saying that you have pros and cons. I feel like we talked a little bit about the cons, well, uh, but we, we just we we, we kind of we kind of just yeah we kind of you know went back and forth. dipped our toes into kind of into both sides um, yeah. briefly. So uh, you know another another con I would say about being a step parent is sometimes a step parent might find themselves feeling what's the word I'm looking for fight might fight might find themselves feeling isolated in the relationship even though they are they are a unit mm-hmm. right and what I what I mean by this is that it's the step parent is the only person in the relationship mm-hmm. who is not there's there is no biological connection. So there there's a level of commitment that comes from that person into the relationship that doesn't exist amongst the rest. Mm-hmm. So it's it's easy for that person at times to feel unappreciated. 
Hmm. because of the commitment that they have to set forth and the selflessness that they have to put in Mm -hmm. to open themselves up and allow multiple dynamic multiple peoples into their heart Mm -hmm. and it's more of a it's more of a a a self issue Mm -hmm. you know there it may not even be something that has directly happened you know it come it could easily happen where they've you know when people you know people set expectations you know and those expectations aren't met that's a that's a recipe for failure so if you have a step parent who did some things and then you know and with a level of expectation for what they did and they didn't get that then then they feel like you know their efforts weren't valued mm-hmm. when in reality it should never be you know, should you should never look at yourself like that you should never do anything with the expectation of something in return i mean you know you can't control the way other people act you know towards with the things that you do mm-hmm. but because that step parent is in that dynamic as a step parent you know it's very easy for them to be like what the fuck you know yeah. Um, so that's 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 also like a one of the drawbacks of potentially being a step parent. So if you don't really if you're not really in tune with your emotions, you know, and are able to do self reflect and find value and self worth in what it is that you do without needing acknowledgement and gratification from the people around you, you can find yourself in a situation where you're feeling very unappreciated. I think that I can identify with that just a little bit and hear me out on this. When we got pregnant with our daughter, mm-hmm. I was in fear of feeling like that. I was afraid that she was going to come and then I was no longer going to be the focus as the woman in the house. I remember remember this, yeah. I remember this. And um, because it was just me and you three boys and I felt like I was the queen and I reigned supreme. So when we found out that we were having a girl, I immediately started to feel this anxiety that when she came that the focus was going to be on her and that I was going to kind of be left in 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 the dust. So I feel like that kind of runs similar to what you were saying cuz I felt like there was going to be this separation. Mm. For me like you and me. Yeah, you well know? you were the you were the only female in the house Mm -hmm. you know so other than our cats other than our cats but you know they don't really count (laughs) no i mean but anyway um so yeah i could see why and and then also but do you feel like that's kind of the same thing uh yes and no and i feel like that there are similar but at the same time not really because yeah, because when she came, then that's not what happened. Yeah, when she came, that's definitely not what happened. Um, <laughs> I think Evil felt isolated. <laughs> I know. I, I actually. No, you didn't, I know. I really didn't. What I'm referring to is like, <laughs> you know, when again, you and I'm. I'm going to speak in, in in for our dynamic and our dynamic just to make things a little bit easier. When I stepped into our relationship, I opened up my heart to you. And the two boys. Mm-hmm. And I allowed them to become part of who I am as a person. I learned to love each and every single one of you individually. Um, so that's a lot of em- emotional output that I have to put as a person to learn this person's personalities and characters and traits. And then love them for who they are. And then love this one for who they are. And then love you for who you are. You know, that's a lot of energy being expelled three ways Mm -hmm. you know so it takes a lot of effort to put out that much energy for something that isn't natural you know for yourself um you know there's a certain type of natural love that comes out of you know you being a parent to your boys Mm -hmm. you know it's unconditional you know there's and there's a bond there that you 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 know i don't know if it's unconditional uh you know what (laughs) i'm just joking yeah you're funny you're funny because (laughs) i I know for sure that it is uh and so as a step-parent you know, it takes a lot of energy to to be able to cultivate, you know, those 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 three different feelings to grow. So when they don't pan out in a way that you've imagined, if you if you set some type of image of like, oh, if I do this and I do that and I do that, you know, eventually we'll get to here. Mm-hmm. And then if that doesn't come and it takes a you know a whole life of its own and actually ends up in a whole nother area where you didn't even know it was going to end up and you may not be liking it, but it is what it is. You may feel a little underappreciated, you know, like, you know, you 
you you know as as a person what you put into it mm-hmm. why isn't everybody else seeing it that way you know I, I think though that as a parent as a whole that can happen and that correct that, correct and that's the one thing that i can tell you right now that you and i know firsthand that when you set out this plan for your children yes. or your child and it doesn't go the way that you expect it to go, there could be a lot of disappointment in that because you feel like your child is an extension of who you are mm-hmm. when in actuality they are an individual. Correct. So even though they are not your biological children, they're still just an individual to me too. You know, They're my biological children and we have gone through those situations where we put things into play and they didn't go out the way that we expected them to go out. And we found, you know, some serious disappointment in those outcomes. Mm-hmm. But it definitely taught us to to stop thinking like that and recognize them as individuals. Right. No, we, I mean, we definitely had a conversation about it. But what I'm referring to is that, yes, you're correct. There is the same, there is the same um, vision that can come from a biological parent. And but when you put them together, there's one thing that sets them apart, mm-hmm. and is there's just there's just one level of of there's one less of a connection that mm-hmm. exists between a biological parent and their kids and a step parent and their kids. And so you know, a step parent may feel like, oh, because I'm not their biological, maybe you know, maybe that's it, you know. And so oh. they seclude. You know, it's very easy for a step parent to you know to isolate themselves because of something that they that doesn't exist naturally. So, you know, I've actually never thought about it like that. So we we ended up having a conversation one day saying that, you know, we can't drive ourselves crazy for our kids not turning out to what we thought they might turn out to be. We need and this goes for all parents. And I think that this will be helpful to every single parent that hears this, that is not implementing this into the relationship that they have with their children. We came to the realization that as long as we did our best and provided them with everything that we humanly could and gave them the best platform for them to stand on, that we did our jobs as parents and that we need to be proud of that. We need to cherish that. We need to pat ourselves on the back and we need to jump with accomplishment and joy knowing that we did what we were supposed to do. Everything else, you, you cannot... You cannot. You can't control the uncontrollable. Yeah, you cannot control that the way that your children take what you provide for them. You cannot control their free will Mm -hmm. to appreciate what you've provided the way that you appreciate. Like you, you have this level of appreciation for what you've given your children as a parent, right? Because you worked hard for it, and it's everything that you ever wanted, and you're giving it to your children, and. you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. So you're looking back at your life at the things that you didn't have and now you have them and you're providing them to your children. You can see how valuable these things are. Your yeah. children cannot. They don't have the hindsight you have. So don't drive yourself crazy um, having this expectation that they should see the things as valuable as you do. Just be proud of yourself. And as, and the minute that we've realized that and we Boy. figured out, you, when I tell you the, 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 the weight that lifted off of our shoulders for sure it, it was, was it was definitely um it was, it it was, was such an eye opener yeah. literally a, like a mountain fell yeah. off of my shoulders and it was just like and and all of a sudden i was filled with pride yeah i was filled with happiness to reflect back on you know what we did as parents and i'll never allow myself to ever beat myself up like that ever again trying to you know mold something that has free will you know, and then, and then, and then, you know, what's Evo, funny, I, I need you to, I need you to stop right there. What you just said was so profound. You said, never again will I try to mold something that is free will. Yeah. I want people to hear that because when you are a parent, you get so caught up in yeah, that. Absolutely. Whether you are a parent or a step parent. And it's so hard to relinquish that because when you give life to a child, you look at it like they are mine. Yeah. And I think parents should let go of the idea of you owning them. You don't own this. They are an individual. And as hard as that may sound, what you just said, I think they can apply it to that and say they have their free will and I cannot control that. Yeah. As much as I try, I can't. 
you can only be the support. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and don't let's let's not get that mixed up with with guidance. You know, you yeah, always that's what I'm saying. You when I'm always saying support. You know, we always want to be there and guide your children in the best direction possible. But mm-hmm. if they're pushing back and they're not receptive to your guidance, then that's a signal that there's an opportunity there for their for for them to make a decision that has to do with building their independence. Okay. And sometimes you have to let that grow. Mm -hmm. You know, it may not be the right thing at the moment, but you stand back, you supervise, you really try to be in there as a parent and, you know, guide them, you know, if it's, if it's going awry, but if you see the child trying to make their own decision, that's what we want as parents, right? We would eventually, we eventually want them to be independent to make their own decisions in life where we don't have to be parents. I personally think that the goal now in hindsight, is you want to raise a good human being. You want to raise someone that has good moral values separate from what they choose to do in life. Whether your kid grows up and is a lawyer or your kid grows up and becomes a stripper, that should not be the focus of like how you assess if you've been successful in raising your child. I think you should look at it like, are they a good human being? And I'm so proud to say that I think our, our daughter, she's very young, so she has some time. And not that I don't think she's going to be a bad human being, but our boys, I can look at them. And when they go out into the world, so many people come back and say, God, these are such good people. Yeah. You know, and I'm proud of that, regardless of what they choose to do with their lives when it comes to finances or whatever that is. And I think a lot of parents get very caught up in that. Yeah. But um, I want to end this with, because um, we are... We think we still got a few. Yeah, I know we, we got do. A few minutes, yeah. yeah, we got a few minutes, which is which is fine. Um, I just want to, I want to end this with, um, you telling our listeners and our viewers, what is your best piece of advice, you as Evo, since you have been a step parent now for, what is almost twenty years? What is the best piece of advice that you could give someone that is potentially looking to step into this sort of dynamic and then i'm going to give mine be the best version of support that you can be Um, because you're entering a situation that needs support in multiple areas you know whether it be one child two children three children um there's a lot of support that's needed in this dynamic i mean there it takes it it takes a village or it takes two parents to to what's called you know an ideal situation to raise a, a family so when one of those pillars is missing you better believe that there there's support mm-hmm. that needs to be filled find out how you can be that and be the best version of that and i think that the rest should play itself out mhm so my advice is going out to the parents that are obviously the biological parents that are looking to accept a man or a woman into their dynamic. I want them to always remember that um, you are your children's safe space, whether you are their mother or their father. And when you bring someone new into your home or into your dynamic, you are potentially bringing someone that can fraction that safety that a child feels with their biological parent. So really be in tune with how your child is receiving this other person. Yeah, that's important. I know a man and a woman can get very wrapped up in maybe the lust or the love that they may be feeling for this other human being and maybe lose sight of how their child is reacting to this person. I think it's so important to be in tune with that because I hear many, many stories of men and women hurting stepchildren that immediately people are like, "Yeah, why did you let this, this, this horrible person into their life and it's very easy for a biological parent that is looking for this type of support that you're expressing to get so caught up in this i finally found 
a person to be with me mm-hmm. and ignore some of the red flags that their kids are throwing up. Please don't let that happen um, because that can damage your child or children in so many fucking ways that you yeah. will never understand until they become adults and they may act out that trauma. So just really be in tune with your children and how That's they good. are receiving the vibes that you're getting from your kid. Because I can tell you one thing, you know, like, what was that show? I hate to say it, I think it was Bill Cosby. It was like, kids say the darndest things. Mm-hmm. Kids will let you know when they don't, they're not feeling yeah. who's around them. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Great advice. Know, just, just tune into that a little bit. Um, so this episode is a little bit shorter than some of our past ones, but... Um, I think it was still great. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, you know, there are some of them, you know, I think eventually we're going to end up spilling over into after, you know, past an hour if need be sometimes. Uh, so. Which I'm, I'm always not trying to do. <laughs> yeah, that makes editing kind of uh, crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, and amongst other things. Yeah. But yeah, so we're actually at, at the at the nose today. But um, maybe we'll continue this conversation. And maybe if we get some feedback, some from of our listeners, some of sure. our viewers, if you want to hear more about Evo and I's dynamic about being a biological parent with a step parent, uh, because I think there's lots more for us to say. Yeah, for those of you who are just tuning in and don't know, I mean, you know, Gina and I, uh, we have 17 years together, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we've been, t- you know, known each other for way longer than that. So we do have quite a bit of experience on what it is to be a couple. If you have any questions on, you know, or, or need advice or, you know, just want some input on, on maybe some some things that you might be struggling with, you know, shoot us a shoot us a message. You know, we'd be glad to help. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm a very empathetic person. I love to see how I can help people. Do, so. do you guys see me looking at Evo? Because I'm just like, <laughs> I hope they DM you. Uh, yeah, sure. No, I'm I'm always I'm just joking. I uh, I. You know, I'm a little bit more antisocial than yeah. I'm I'm very always very interested to see uh, what people are going through emotionally and how can I yeah you're fucking amazing how can that. I share a story or an experience that I had that may help them navigate through what it is that they're going through so of course evil always being so heartfelt but um so that brings us to the end of the show and I want to thank everybody whether you're listening or watching and that's it ladies and gentlemen until next Friday peace out peace out.